Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Hey everyone, it's Kelsey. And Jeff, and we are here to tell you a bit about our partner Anchor. We know that you're a fan of this podcast and maybe you thought, hey, I want to make a podcast too. Well, we have great news for you guys. We want to tell you all about Anchor. It's the easiest way to make a podcast for a few reasons, but to start out, it's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and many more. Plus, you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Do it, you guys, and enjoy the show. I'm on a journey to get better, and I want to do it with you. And I'm not just focusing on physical health. I'm focusing on everything, emotional wellness, spirituality, finances, relationships, and so much more. Every week, it will be my personal goal to bring us, the world's leading healers, experts, and game changers, to share groundbreaking secrets and tips to getting better in all areas of life. Getting better isn't easy, but it's a whole lot easier when we can do it together. Welcome to Better Together with me, Maria Manu. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome to Better Together. When you know better, you get better. That's what we do here every day, and we're going to continue to do it in this beautiful 2021. It is Monday, January 4th. Jeff Graham still thinks it's 2020, oh apparently. <laughs> oh, I corrected that date like 10 times when I was like, January 4th, January 4th, of course, the year. Oh, I'm fired. I love it. I because... am too, because I even looked at it. No, and I was like, January 4th. But I love it because I'm the one who had no clue what year it was for like the whole last month. And I, I knew it was 2021. Uh, oh, man. Our quote of the you day. You can get excited about the future. The past won't mind. That's Hillary DiPiano. I thought you were going to say duff for a second. DiPiano. DiPiano. Um, anyhow... Uh, guys, we are here on this Manic Monday with you with a new logo. Um, shout out to Kelsey for the initiation of the new logo. She hated our old logo. <laughs> She's like, it just looks 
just looks what what was your word it just wasn't elevated it wasn't elevated it didn't fit you or mm-hmm. the show i was like we need it was great and it served a purpose but mm-hmm. it was time well and how great that we are better together so kelsey's been working on it steven's been helping mm-hmm. we've had many like versions and then my Ke- friend did the lemon yep. shout out kylie shout out to kylie thank you for the lemon um and then kevin got involved and then the other night oh gosh what night was that was that christmas eve or something something like that i don't know it was it was a really rough night here in the house with my mom and whatever was going on and they were trying to keep it away from my plate so that i could just focus on my mom and then all of a sudden i looked at it and i was like nah like we need another picture and Kel's like, I looked through all the pictures. I was like, yeah, let me look through again. And then I find this one that we did. Do you have the logo to pop up on the screen for everybody? I'll pull it up. Keep talking and I'll um, pull her. And so it ended up being perfect because I was wearing yellow earrings that took the yellow from the logo. And we weren't even trying. And Kelsey had really liked putting pink in there. But it was weird to now throw in a third color. And so I was wearing pink and it just worked out. And so... It's so great. I, I do want to applaud Kelsey because, Kelsey, it was you who saw our logo and thought, we need to be better than this. And um, it really does have this kind of elegant daytime feel. If you're on the podcast, you can check it out in your feed right now. Mm-hmm. And um, we're just really excited. It's um, a sign of kind of the major steps that we'll be taking this year to not only elevate our logo, but really the whole show. We have a very exciting plan for 2021. And our heel squad is a part of it. Meanwhile, Kelsey's throwing up in the booth trying to get the logo up. No, no, here she is. Here she is. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> it, it's like every. I think of things in TikTok songs now, and you guys know that one TikTok that's like the. Yeah, but I can't see that. That's like an ant. Oh, okay. Kelsey, we, what's the what's the lesson I keep teaching you? But it's zoomed. It's zoomed. You want to make it so people can see it. Here's the thing. I will tell you though, Maria. It is zoomed for our people okay because what i'm looking at i can't even see the logo it's, it's very so small but i have it zoomed for everyone okay. watching on youtube perfect so that's the new logo guys so yes. kudos to kelsey um none to jeff uh steven <laughs> and your friend and kevin and everybody um because i think it's pretty bomb so now Ooh, you look fierce says carolyn you know what's cool oh thank you carolyn um, I would have preferred a smiley picture, <laughs> but it just worked out that this one was so poppy with the colors. And what I love about it is when you look at it in Apple Podcasts, it pops. It's like, whoa, watch our show. Um, I found out that a little cousin of mine is actually a fan of the show, which was interesting today because oh. I never knew. So when I saw her last, she was going through a really hard time and had uh you know she was like a killer at her job like incredible saleswoman and just doing so well and just dealt with you know the usual shit we all have to deal with at some point and um just had to leave because she was so beaten and bruised and you know had gone through the battle of you know the jealousies and the you know the the whole thing and she left and she started bartending. And I was like, I get it. You're, you need some time to heal. And so I, I'm pretty sure I told her to watch the show. And she actually did. And <clears throat> she's back on track. It's so crazy. So this leads into a story about my mom. So my mom has been doing better ever since New Year's Eve. And I'll tell you why in a sec. But this morning, the caretaker texted me. She said, your mom is awake and alert. And she said, I, please don't let me forget to call my niece for her birthday. And I'm like, she remembers her birthday? Like, that's like crazy miracle. So it's, you know, my little cousin that I was just telling you guys about who, you know, was kind of uh, beaten and bruised up by the world and, and, you know, took a sabbatical. And so she goes, you know, funny enough, I'm going in for a huge interview today. And I looked at her and I said, all right, listen, because my mom was like, you're going to get it. And she was, she was like, oh, thank you. And she got very emotional. And I know that feeling when someone tells you you're going to be okay or you're going to do well and you don't really know and you're scared or you're just, you're so um, vulnerable and you feel so um, hurt at the thought that you might be able to come back. You just cry. And I know that feeling. So I was like, okay, hold up. (laughs) I go, you need to bring in your confidence. And she's like, 
Yeah. And I go, okay, I often reference you to Kevin and I tell him that he needs little Maria energy. So she, I was big Maria. She was little Maria. And I'm always like, Kevin, you need to have little Maria energy. Maria doesn't give two F's about anything. She just knows she's awesome and she just goes. And so I used to say this to him all the time. And so I told her, I said, she's like, oh, I really needed that. I go, Maria, you got to go back in. And this is the one thing that I remember from Tony's seminar that we did this summer, the business mastery class. When you're on the go 24 seven, like me guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. (laughs) And that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me from working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials. It's been my go-to for so many years and having everything in one place is such a time saver for me with being a first time mom for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're going to love it. I loved so much when he was dealing with that woman, he was having that intervention and she was just so beaten down, so tired. And he goes, your um what was the word he used oh gosh guys do you guys remember basically he's Depleted. like your whatever she's still in there not your master your there your, was a, your lover your fighter there was another your wizard magician. Your, magician your magician no it wasn't that one but whatever it is yeah. your gangster i'm gonna say that your, your gangster kick. is still in there it was just a little dusty i think it was warrior warrior thank you Mr. Undergaro, uh, executive producer-elect. Thank you, Kevin. Who's sitting in the booth. Um, Your warrior is still in there. And that really clicked with me this summer. And I was like, oh, she is? Because even my warrior has been so tired. He's like, your warrior has just been tired. But she's still in there. So I said that to her. And I said, you got to go in there, like, uber confident. And just know that... You got to leave it all on the table. And if it doesn't work, I'm like, I know it's going to because you're the best. I said, but if it doesn't work and before you go in, and I took this from Gabby Bernstein's newsletter this morning, just ask for whatever is in your highest good to happen. Mm. So she was talking about in her letter this morning, her newsletter, that we shouldn't really be asking for specific things, right? Because we don't really know you know, what the plan is. And I'll, I'll read some of it. But basically she was like, ask for what's in your highest good. And sometimes I forget to do that. And I really liked that reminder today. Ask what's for my that, higher Maria? good. Because I'm a little lost on what your highest good is. Okay, so let me pull it up and I will share because she probably will elaborate a lot better While than I will. While you're looking that up, you know, I will say, um, I think with youth, you guys, we have a lot of the warrior in us. Little Maria did, you did Maria. How many times do I say like... Oh. 19-year-old, 20-year-old Maria. And I don't know, Kelsey and Jeff, you guys are younger. But I want you to be aware of this because as you get older, I think the warrior dims. Mm -hmm. Now, when you see someone like Maria's dad, who's 76, and like is doing his best work with his hands that he's ever done in his life, who's always getting better, it's because that warrior is still in there. And what's great about him is his warrior has evolved. He's not using it to like someone cuts him off. He'll get out of the car and beat the, kick the guy's ass like he might have done in his 20s. But it, when I see people <clears throat> as they get older, I feel that that, that warrior light dims. Yeah. And you've got to keep finding a way to, to for that warrior. Yes, be evolved, but be present. You know, and with little Maria, she was a beast. And so were you, Maria, you know, when you were younger. Um, and you were more focused. Little Maria was stronger, but wasn't as focused. You had focus. <laughs> but I've seen it. You know, it, it's really sad to hear that the world can really beat that warrior down. And uh, and I and I, I think we all have it in our teens. Well, most of us have it in our teens and our 20s. But then it just the world is going to challenge it. And you've got to just keep brushing yourself off and be like, no, mm-hmm. look in that mirror and go, no, uh-uh. like I'm still a fighter. Yeah. So, so Gabby's newsletter was all about stopping the whole man- manic manifesting 
And so it's like, I prayed, I journaled, I vision boarded, I did all this stuff. We'll talk about it tomorrow in depth, actually. Um, but her, her couple of steps, she does three steps to stop manic manifesting. And the second one was pray for the highest good. So the fastest way to release a needy and controlling vibe is to stop praying for what you think you need and instead pray for the highest good for all. Whenever you pray for the highest good, you get your agenda out of the way, you surrender to the universe's plan and release your own. When you're fixated on what you think is best, you could be blocking something even greater. What you think you need is often in the way of what's of the highest good for you. Mm. Oh, that's amazing. I love that. I love that too. So, I, yeah, I think what, you know, Gabby talks about control issues and what's so beautiful about kind of spirituality and the um, discussions about manifestation that we have on this show is it's all about belief and hope and faith. And if we kind of sully that belief and hope and faith with a sense of control and even manipulation, that's when it all gets corrupted and thrown off. Mm -hmm. So you've got to have that specificity and that intention, but coupled with kind of an openness and a sense of belief that I think that manic manifesting really undermines if you're kind of trying to control and manipulate everything. Yeah. So I think if you're in that place, because it's like they're contradicting messages, right? So they tell you to... Focus is, you know, act as if something that you want has already happened, right? So now you are getting in the way of what the universe has in store for you because you're saying, I want this job, right? And so I'm going to act as if this job already happened and start to manifest that feeling. And sometimes that will be okay. But I think when you're in that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm allowing, I'm surrendering, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my vision board, I'm doing all this stuff. There's a difference between, you know that energy before in this energy so if you're in this energy i'm talking about then you're manic manifesting and that's why it's better to probably just let go of everything and ask for your highest good so i think that kind of is the difference between the two and how you can kind of make sense of doing both at different moments i think that's a macro way of looking at it can i also say the micro way you're going into a job you know when you go into a job like little maria's going into this job and while this is good advice in the macro level of every day for her, myself, you to take, I think on the micro level, if it just, guys, you go in for that job, how do I bring you, my new employer, my, my potential employer, how do I bring you value? I will bring you value. This is how I'm going to do it. I collaborate very well with other people and I have so much passion for my work and so much passion for this position, but specifically, uh, I know I need to bring value, but here's how I will bring it. And you look them in the eye, and that's it. And I hate to just simplify it, but someone like little Maria, who is, you know, I bet on her when I, I met her when she was a kid, just like I met you, Maria, when you were a teen. And I knew. I'm like, no, you can do it. I remember I threw her in the middle of our film to do something. Was it wardrobe or Props. something? Props. In like five minutes, she picked it up, but I knew. Yeah. So she's got to remember that. It's just that lean forward and be like, mm -hmm. I can do this and not overdo it. So sometimes the person sitting across from you won't hire you because they, they, they kind of know you're going to take their job. Mm -hmm. But letting them know that I'm going to support you in your goals as well as the person next to me. I just want to come in, take this position, and bring value. And here's mm -hmm. how I'm going to bring the value. Yeah. So I said to her, I said, go in with your confidence. Remember your warrior. Remember who you are. And then just ask for your highest good to happen. I said, because you might not be ready yet. You might think you're ready. You might still need some more healing or this might not be the right environment. And, you know, God knows that. And so maybe this is your first foray into getting back. I said, so no pressure, but you do have to go in with confidence. And she was like, I really needed that today. And it's so interesting that like my mom was the conduit to put that all together. And she's like, I really love the show. It helps me so much. And I was like, oh, well, that's so cool. So Amazing. I love that. I have to say, I walked into the kitchen to bring you the rundowns and uh, the Duncan. And I was like, who is she talking to? Who's she giving this pep talk to so early in the morning? Yeah. <laughs> and I was trying to say, I was like, I can't figure out whose voice it was. And it was like two seconds that I heard it. So I was like, oh, I wonder if she'll talk about it. So that's so funny. That was a cool story. Kelsey, are you, yeah. are you here today? I'm here. Huh, why Hi. don't I see you? What does that mean? Um, Kev, you are on the Zoom, so you cannot see me, but you could see me on the YouTube. Did you cut to yourself? I did. Okay. Very good. Hi, Thank everyone. You.
<laughs> Kev, on YouTube, you only see Jeff Scam and Maria because I'm technically not on Zoom since I'm in the booth. Okay, well, I executive producer-elect wants to know. <laughs> yes, I do, because you look so nice. Thank so, you, Kevin. Guys, before we get into everything, uh, it is Monday, so... so... Good News Monday. Kelsey, that was really amazing timing, gotta say. Thank you. All right, Jeff, let's talk about this police officer that caught a woman shoplifting in Arlington, Texas. This, again, the thing I love about the Good News Monday Instagram run by Michelle Figueroa, who we have had on the show, is that they always surprise me. I think there are some times you hear a good news story and you're like, okay, like that's nice. But this was a fascinating story and really got me thinking. Um, it's uh, kind of a police cam video where we see an Arlington, Texas-based police officer, like you said, Maria, named Officer Ganita, pardon me, Officer Gadina, um, who's speaking with a homeless woman who had just shoplifted. And of course, we all expect it to go one way, but it goes a completely different way. And I think that's all I'm going to say to cue up the clip. And then let's take a look now. Okay. <clears throat> I'm just going to take a picture of this stuff. I'll, I'll head back there and I'll, I'm just going to pay for it. So you took everything? I just need to know what I need to pay for it. I'm not taking you to jail or anything. Yeah, okay. Here you go. Uh, let's do this. Um, let me get my phone. I'm going to take a picture of what's in here. Mm. And then we'll give you a ride to your tent because I don't want you walking in traffic. And then I'm going to head back there and take care of that for you, okay? Thank you. Okay, give me a second. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. Usually I see these before you send them. That's so beautiful. I was so moved. And the thing that really challenged me was, I don't know if I would do that. I don't know if I would have that vision and that heart and... You know, we talk about what is the job of a police officer? What is the job of public servants? And I think it would be very easy for us to say he should lock her up. He should do his civic duty. And But this approach reminds me a lot of the evolved spiritual teachers we talk about on this show, whether that's Jesus or Buddha. It's what if instead we actually thought maybe this person's having a really, really difficult time. Why are they homeless? Maybe this stuff they're taking was essential for their kids. And what if instead I actually sacrificed my own experience to help this person and i know that she will have a different outlook and a hope and a faith in people in the world that will actually i think is much more likely to carry her out of her situation than if he had scolded her and locked her up i'll go one better jeff i think that this is great for other police officers to see as well as other civilians to see um because it makes them think hey you know what why not instead of door a which is cuff them or uh, just take the stuff back and, and whatever, we can go with door B and do this alternative. And I think um, I think that would go a long way in our country. It's beautiful. Well, Deirdre Hayde commented on my Instagram post yesterday and said, this is the year of love. Mm. And so when you approach things with love, gosh, imagine, like a police officer sets that tone for this year and, and instead of, you know, doing what his job... All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days, and I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor, and it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios, and then I got addicted, and now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. Parameters really would say he, he gave her love and compassion and empathy 
in that moment. I think it's really beautiful. And hopefully that's a domino effect that continues in 2021 yep. because mm-hmm. I was reading some Nostradamus stuff yesterday, guys, and holy shit, it's going to get ugly. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, no. Maria, I keep telling you, that's people's interpretation of Nostradamus. People have been inter- interpreting Nostradamus <laughs> for the past 50 years with so many varying interpretations. Guys, my what does dad, that even mean? My dad came into the kitchen. Nostradamus was like this French philosopher and like back in 1555 mm. wrote all of these predictions by century so people are like he predicted jfk's assassination he predicted world war three or two whatever i don't know he predicted the <laughs> coronavirus and so now i guess this year is supposed to be about zombies and earthquakes and asteroid explosions. No, thank and... you. I like Deirdre Hayes' uh, take better. <laughs> I'm like I'm holding my stone. It's going to be this. a good year. <laughs> it's going to be a good year because it's time for our better together pairing. And oh. it's a great day so far because, guys, I'm tasting the toasted toasted coconut iced coffee today. So you know that Better Together runs on Dunkin'. Um, and so today our pairing is the um, toasted coconut iced coffee and the Dunk Fetty Donut, which Jeff is eating in there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Jeff, it looked like back in the day we had the blueberry donut. And that's what it looked like. And it's a cake consistency, right? It's like Funfetti, yeah. right? It's like Funfetti. It's, they call it the Dunkfetti cake. I'm taking so, it what's right Funfetti? Now. Oh, Maria. Maria oh, Menounos. You know those cakes. Did you ever have a, have a Funfetti cake growing up that had, it's almost like little uh, sprinkles, like rainbow oh, sprinkles. Is throughout? that like the one from um, the, the birthday cake everybody gets? Yes. From called? milk? No, not milk. There's another one. Hmm. Oh, it's the best. I don't know, but. It's delicious. So I think this is, I'm assuming it's an, a, a, their take on that, which is amazing. <laughs> Jeff, would you describe the taste? Oh, I would happily describe <laughs> the taste. I also need to make sure I uh, save some of this for my wife because she loves cakey donuts and she loves Funfetti. But it's exactly what you would expect the optimal cakey Funfetti donut to taste like. It's got a robustness that I think you don't always get with donuts. You know, I think with the glazed donut, it's so light and fluffy. This is a little more hearty and more like, again, that cakey consistency we talked mm-hmm. about. Uh, it's kind of like if um, if Funfetti were a delicious glazed donut, it would taste exactly like this. The colors are so much fun. <laughs> we were just talking about how in 2020, one, now that it's 2021, if I can get my year right, <laughs> we need a little love, we need a little joy, and nothing makes me feel more love-filled and joy- uh, joyful than a donut filled with colored confetti. It's just the exact treat that I promise you will pick your day up. And like I said, it's delicious. Jeff, it's so you're good. the ultimate spokesperson. Truly. I love it. Truly. Um, I got it. I will share my taste buds on the toast in it. I don't know why I keep wanting Toasted to call it. it. The toast nut. Maybe that's a new name for them. The toast nut coffee. Toasted right? Nut. They came I up like with it. Dunk Fetty. So the toasted coconut iced coffee, it's made with uh, brewed 100% Arabica. I don't know. Or Arabica. 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 Oh. Okay. <laughs> That's what I Coffee. <laughs> um, it's creamy, cool. It does taste like someone just shaved coconut in there. Nice. Um, so if you like coconut, and it's not overpowering, it's not crazy, mm. but it's 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 nice. I, I really did do like light. It. I did light on the sweet. Yeah, because I don't like too sweet. Right. Maria doesn't like too sweet. Mm-mm. But you guys also fun fact: you can do your own milk in there, right? So I got almond milk for Maria, mm-hmm. but you can do your oat milk. We know Kev loves a good oat milk. I wonder how the toasted coconut iced coffee experience would have been with coconut milk. I don't believe they have it, but we should ask them. Right? Honey, did I, it's like dangerous. Did, did Kelsey just living screw crazy. me over by putting almond milk in this? I don't know if I screwed you did. In your she world, kind of ruined my life. In your world, right? <laughs> FML in your world. <laughs> in your perfect world, yes. Kind of did. Just saying. Well, uh, Whoopsie. guys, I highly recommend you ring in the new year with uh, a toasted coconut iced coffee and a Dunk Fetty. It is our Better Together pairing of the day because Dunkin' Eats and Dunkin' Drinks are better together. Yes. Boom. Yes. How do you like me now? Love it. Oh, I, I'm just so glad to be eating this donut right now. I'm in heaven. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, guys... Um, I want to share all around kind of our holiday 
experiences, if we had any kind of epiphanies. Um, it is a new year. I don't know what you guys did. Well, I know what you did New Year's Eve because we did dangerous things. Apparently, Jeff. So I had this amazing idea. Like, oh my God, we're going to write our wishes for the new year. I wanted some fun activity for all of us. We'll write our new wishes for the new year. And we're going to staple them to the string on these 2021 balloons. And we're going to release them into the sky, right? Like, you know, in Times Square, people write their wishes on confetti. Mm -hmm. And then that's the confetti that gets dropped. It's millions it. of wishes. Okay. So we do it. And then the next day on Instagram, someone was like, um, so that causes power outages and kills animals. And all these horrendous things happen. Yeah. So I was like. So, okay, hopefully that doesn't happen. And does that nullify my wishes for the year? Like, do we start this off on a bad note? But my dad and my mom really liked it. My mom was telling us her wishes, and she was so funny because my dad's blood sugars have been a bit of a another challenge for us <laughs> in the new year. Um, and she goes, I... Maria, write down for your father to give brains. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. So, um, the brains haven't come in the in the diabetes department because the sugars have been running really low. But um, It was cute, though. They were both very into it. Yeah, they were. It, it was, was good. fun. It was really fun. After we... Oh, wait, no, your dad beat us in Uno. Just kidding. Well, then I thought, <laughs> by the way, then I was like, wait, I was pretty specific with my wishes. What if these, like, get stuck in, like, Logan Paul's, like, poles <laughs> over, you know, at his, in his neighborhood? And then he's like, oh, here are Maria's wishes. <laughs> was your name on them? Could someone identify you by them? No, no, no. But, I mean, I'm on Instagram. You see the big gold 2021 oh, yeah. balloons. I've got the thing stapled. How many people did that? I feel like there's someone in Rancho Cucamonga right now who's like, oh my gosh, I got Maria Menounos' wish. I know, right? Oh my God, Steven. <laughs> Steven's in the chat and he wants to, us to know <laughs> that Instagram commenters are a bunch of killjoys. Make them wishes. Thanks, uh, Steven. Thanks, Steven. You know what? <laughs> Whoever it was was saying it in a nice way. It was yeah. educational because when you know better, you get better, guys. That's Absolutely. Right. So yeah. I did write, know better, get better. <laughs> yeah, thank you. <laughs> but, um, but what did you do, Jeff? Was it a very very uh, Crane, Jeffrey Crane Graham. No, a Graham fam New Year's. Well, Crane, you know, Crane is my mom's maiden name. So it's fair to say Crane and Graham. I um, will say I woke up this morning and out of nowhere, I said, Kevin, like really the name Jeffrey Crane <laughs> Graham. Max is licking him, waking him up. Winnie's on top of me. And I just out of nowhere, I was like, what a name. <laughs> I'm so honored that you, it's funny. I sometimes grew up wishing I had a more like interesting or dynamic name, but that's not with interesting the, with the middle name crane. It adds a lot. I think Jeff Graham on its own is like, it's fine. But Jeffrey Crane Graham, I appreciate that. You appreciate that. My new year's was a blast. Um, we kept it very low key and very, very safe. Um, but did I will say slow, I have slow. Did you have slow vodka? <laughs> wait, wait, we wait, had... back up. You, you guys haven't done a show to even update. How was the, the Jeffrey Crane Grand Christmas. We only got the preview, Maria. Did something awful happen? Did the coffee maker break or something? <laughs> no slow coffee. Wait, because we, Jeff, we have not stopped I quoting know. slow coffee. Now I have slow Diet Cokes. I, I had yeah. slow errands. Kevin what did we do, went, Kels? What did we do? We went, uh, we got slow balloons for the <laughs> balloon disaster. We got slow coffee. We got slow burritos. Um, <laughs> so for slow. anybody who missed that episode, Jeff was describing what they were going to do for Christmas. And he goes, well, we're going to wake up. We're going to have slow coffee. And we're like, whoa, 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 What? Dead serious. So now guys. everything around here is, oh, can I go to this? Can I go just do a slow potty, please? Everything's about slow. Slow. I love it. Well, you know, we're talking about self-care on this show. And I know for Jeffrey, a nice slow coffee is a great way to start my self-care day. But like, day. Jeff, what is, out. I'm just like, what does that even mean? <laughs> I think what it means, here's what I'll, I'll just give the quick definition of a slow coffee. Because it's definitely a staple of the Graham fam holiday experience. I can't experience. even handle myself. I want to start crying. <laughs> Jeff, so please. Hysterical. No, continue, Jeff, please. And by the, will, and, and by the way, Jeff, is there a um, happy New Year's Eve Eve? Uh, there's not. I don't feel like New Year's Eve Eve isn't as much a thing. Um, we're gonna we make don't it actually one. No, we get, say it. Yeah, but we have to make it one. All right. Jeff, I think so. On. Yeah. The slow old, coffee. Slow coffee. Slow coffee. Sorry. Slow coffee. But slow coffee. I think like especially Laura loves to kind of wake up. 
I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizzy Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Way's new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Way seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. Slowly. She loves to <laughs> emerge into the world in the morning. You know, she, works in, she works in production too, so she has a very intense job. But she knows for herself, you know, some people take walks, some people, you know, Grace Harry talks about take your five minutes, whatever you need in the morning. For Laura, especially the chance to kind of zen out and just sit and like savor that coffee is so important for her. So I've kind of adopted it as well. So we love our slow coffee in the morning. And I kind of introduced it to my family this year. I actually made custom cups um, that said (laughs) Graham fam holiday Christmas 2020. And we would all do slow coffees in the morning as the kids were kind of playing in the other room. Can I and... ask a question? Yeah, of course. How, I have a follow up. <laughs> how slow is slow coffee? Like, are we talking 30 minutes? Are we talking an hour and a half? I think it's kind of like you start and it's quiet. So you start with the slow coffee, kind of enjoy each other's company. You don't necessarily need to be talking or asking a lot of questions. But the coffee You're just comes all sitting there. You know, you can take the coffee to breakfast. You can take the coffee on your walk. You might maybe have a second cup or maybe microwave it, but make that coffee last. That's kind of what we like to do. Okay. Okay. (laughs) What happened to the Jeff Crane Graham that used to wake up at 6 a.m. and go to work? Well, I usually, I'm more like a five, <laughs> I believe it or not, more like 5.30. Yeah, 5.30, okay. Early. Okay, I knew you were yeah. early. So what happened to that, Jeff Crane Graham? Well, he did that, still has Did that just coffee. go out the window when you moved back to the Midwest? I'm waking up, I'm waking up around 6.30 here, um, but still I'll do that slow yeah, But how do you do the slow coffee at 6 a.m., Jeff? You just enjoy the kind of quiet. Well, Laura Maria. is in REM at 6 yeah, a.m. Laura's sleeping. I feel like we haven't had as much of our in simpatico mornings, but- now I've stolen the slow coffee method, so I die. <laughs> I can tell you, Jeff can do his slow coffee there because we don't get up for another couple hours, right? So mm-hmm. he, he's waking up at six thirty, and it's three thirty here, unless Maria's up with her dogs and wants to text Jeff. Yeah, no. Well, I was up at three a.m. with the dogs. You can text me. I'm awake. If you guys. ever need some company at that oh, hour, you guys, can I read what Stephen said they did in the chat because mm-hmm. it's pretty funny. Please. his family got in an argument over how to make clam dip our family recipe (laughs) to point that one of drinking coffee and thinking of clam dip i'm gonna throw up right now but one of his family members (laughs) left and didn't come back until after dinner he said us southerners take our recipes seriously so steven it sounds like you had a lovely steven's family (laughs) fighting over clam dip dip. jeff crane graham's family having slow coffee Oh, my Lord. I was um, trying to keep everybody alive over here. I love the yeah. adapting slow to everything, Jeff. It works. <laughs> it I love it, too. It just works. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how compatible it is with the demands of our production workflow. But if you have the time and space. It worked I for Kelsey it, and I, Kelsey. We, yeah, we nailed it. We did, we did, we did slow errands, slow burritos, mm-hmm. slow balloons. Guys. Slow Diet Cokes. It was. I think it's amazing. It was great. It was oh, great. That's great, honey. Thank I you. love it. Um, my New Year's, though, was very low-key. I just saw a college friend that I hadn't seen in a long time. We did an outdoor, socially distance, just two couples, and uh, we just caught up. It was just a chance for us to just talk, which was great. We did it, and it was a low-key, safe New Year's Eve. Dead. Okay, yeah. so I have a little bit of a <laughs> cough. Hey, Jeff, how did the Christmas Day brunch go? But I'm not sick. It's just allergies, guys. Christmas and when morning I laugh brunch, too Jeff? deep, I get that nasty, weird cough. <laughs> I will say, Kev, not only was the Christmas morning brunch good, but uh, Graham Fam really elevated the dinner situation this year, too. Wait a second. Is it wait, because wait. of Christmas Kevin's shaming? Eve dinner or Christmas Day so. dinner? Christmas Day. Was it because uh, of good. Kevin's shaming? I think, not necessarily. I, I think, think, yes. <laughs> my mom does listen to the show. She didn't say anything, but maybe she did feel bullied. 
That's why she did the Christmas But look at the old generation was like, you know what? He's right. I take it. And let's go. Let's have a Christmas dinner. Kevin and mentioned even, it way too many well, times. Kelsey, yeah, how okay, depressed Kelsey, he was about your Christmas right? dinner it yeah, and the lack sense. of. It didn't make sense, Jeff, because you set the bar for these holidays. You, the tobogganing, Christmas Eve, no. Eve. Like, it was all going well <laughs> until, and then Christmas Day, we have a brunch. Well, we did. We do both. It was the brunch and the dinner. So it See, was, and um, that's what we were unsure perfect. about because Kevin was <laughs> yeah. really disturbed by the lack of dinner. And to be <laughs> honest, when I found out that there would be no dinner, it was solely brunch, I was disturbed as well. <laughs> so That's my girl. <laughs> so, it's good. The it fact that you had both, I'm happy. Well, I will then add to all of this <laughs> that I initiated a discussion. Just a discussion doesn't mean that I was accusatory in any way of okay. whether the Graham fam Christmas Eve and Christmas Day celebrations were actually genuine. And I say it because, you know, everyone has it was a very white picket fence kind of description. And. I come from the the uh, side of the tracks where, you know, everyone's fighting and it's like a shit show. Yeah, you're lucky and if the cops don't show the, up. You know, are, are you know, exactly. And so um, I wondered, was it like repressed Midwest vibes that were creating these white picket fence things and like white knuckling a perfect holiday season no or no. was it genuine and i just brought it up for discussion jeff i was not really believing oh, that that was what the Graham fam was all about but i just wanted to say you know the people who do have those idyllic you know holidays is it more of that than genuine everyone shut it down pretty fast i just want to say but i just i want to just mention that no, I think it's fair. Here's what I'll say. I think, like, there's some truth to, like, the Midwest skewing Canadian, because we're close to Canada, you know, that, like, passive-aggressive mm-hmm. kind of repression thing. It's just a different way to approach family conflict. Um, but actually, I will say, this year especially was very smooth. I think just because we all were ready for, um, you know, everyone had been quarantining so we could all be safe. And I think everyone was just ready to forget everything about the challenges of the year as much as we could and just kind of get along. So... Um, you're not wrong to acknowledge that, Maria. That is a very important part of Midwest culture. And anyone who's from the Midwest, <laughs> our listeners, I'm sure they can relate to it. But um, no, it was, uh, I wish I had a more interesting story besides it was great and smooth and wonderful. I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that that's how it was. Yeah, yeah it was great. Thanks for asking. <laughs> we, so um, I will say we had a, a turnaround here, New Year's Eve. Excuse me. And then since then, my mom has been doing really well. So New Year's Eve, uh, my mom didn't want to wake up for dinner. And it was like, you know, I'm, I actually, that was one of the first kind of big moments I got really sad and scared and went upstairs and kind of did my cry. Come downstairs. I see my dad leave the room. Now he's crying. But neither of us wanted to show each other that we were crying. Anyway, and, you know, there's like healthcare decisions that we have to make and, you know, it's not, it's not fun. So anyhow, I, uh, she didn't want to wake up and it was really scary and really sad. And my neighbor texted me and she's like, I have this pancake mix that I had wanted to bring over for your mom. And she's like, can I bring it by now? <clears throat> In that moment, I got some blood work reports that were not great and, I normally would have said no, but I was like, come on over. And so she comes over, she's got the pancake mix and she tells us that her and her husband both lost their parents to cancer and she totally understands what we're going through. And I just lose it. And she gives me like the biggest mom hug ever, like just love. And I think I just needed a kind of meltdown finally. And so I go inside, I start making my mom the pancakes and the caretaker said, you know, my mom said she doesn't want them. So we make them anyway. I bring them right up to her nose and she couldn't resist. So she starts eating them. As she starts eating them, she starts coming back to life and she starts talking. And all of a sudden we're having New Year's Eve. Like we're all having fun. We're laughing. We're chatting. And from that moment on, she has been, when she's awake, because she's sleeping a lot still, when she's awake, she's so much more alert. She's super funny. She is just totally, totally with us. 
And so I believe the miracle is upon us. I just keep asking for the same miracle that Anita Morjani got. I was like, I love I, it. I'm very specific now, as I, I've been taught by all the, the manifesting gurus. I'm like, I want a miracle like Anita Morjani. Mm, and that's it. <clears throat> you know, and we're going to get one. That, huh? I temper that. Okay, go ahead. Well, because I've said the miracle, and I won't, I think it comes down to her strength but also yours. I mean, you have been 24 seven, you know, on, you know, when you're not in the room, you've got the camera on her and uh, you literally talked to her on FaceTime throughout her whole hospitalization. You didn't sleep. You watch, I mean, like I, <clears throat> I've never seen anything like it. Mm. And I feel like, um, you know, I don't want to say there's no such thing as miracles because of course I believe there are, but at the same time, you know, you have to, as usual, you know, like they say in the carny business, you can scam all you want, but you got to work and you have to do the work and you're doing the work. And uh... as a first time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Even the pancakes was like a jump start. You could have been like, keep eating greens and no sugar. And You know, <clears> right <throat> now... It's not the time and you gave her something and, you know, and it jump started her. And then, you know, every morning now it's been, she, you know, she's asking you, she's requesting again, chef Costa to cook for her. And, but I'm watching it. It's her strength and it's yours and all the things that you're doing. And then everyone in between who loves and is trying, um, including your dad, of course, and other people, but that's, that's it. And so that's, the miracle, I think, is what God is giving you is the strength and God's giving her the strength. And it's funny, the Greek priest said this to your dad once before because he was praying for prosperity. He was praying for health. And the priest said, no, don't do that, Costa. Instead, pray for strength mm. because you're always going to have challenges in life. Pray for strength. So that's where I think God has given you the strength. <coughs> And the endurance, the resolve, the wisdom, the resources, and I think the same with her as well. So I just want to like say that part because other people who are out there keep praying for your miracles, but you got to roll your sleeves up too. You yeah. know, God, you got to do your part in this. Amen. Yeah. Slow coffees. Four slow coffees, <laughs> slow please. Coffees. Four slow always, coffees. The way I look at it, Kev, and the way I was sort of taught is that God will open doors for us, but it's our job to walk through them. Mm -hmm. So I feel like, you know, praying for strength and I think clarity and vision and like a alignment with God's will so that like when those doors are open, we would see them clearly. So, you know, when the door to that miracle with your mom opens, Maria, you're going to walk through it with her, you know, with the treatment she needs. And it's <clears> when we <throat> have that attitude of optimism and faith. The journey is filled with so much more joy that I think it supports our soul. So like, I, I agree with you, Kevin. I think it's praying, like you said, for strength. And I think clarity and the ability to sort of align with what God wants for us and what the universe, you know, whatever your belief is. Um, so that's just kind of the way I view it. No, I think but you're I, right, I, Jeff. I think that's a great yeah. addition. Yep. Pray for strength. And then you're right, clarity, because how many times does the universe show us things and we mm -hmm. ignore it? Mm -hmm. yeah. I see, as I coach people, I see this over and over. I'm like... You, you've seen how this um, person you're partnering with on this screenplay is doing. You've seen what this producer did. You've seen what this boyfriend or girlfriend did. You, the universe showed you. God is showing you. Yep. Just, <clears throat> But you're right. You have to have that ability or that clarity to see it. So you're right. That's a, that's a great addition. Yeah. And I think patience. Like my priest <clears throat> said when I was dealing with the brain tumors, he was like, patience. You have to have patience. And 
I was chatting with my dad about kind of next steps with my mom because, and I'm sharing this for anybody who's in a tough decision like this, right? Because there's so many people who are in these tough, tough moments right now, excuse me, with health. By the way, I have massive allergy issues right now. And I had to take one of those inhalers that coats your throat. So I'm going to keep kind of clearing my throat and coughing, unfortunately. It's the worst side effect of these things, but it actually helps your your breathing. Anyway, um, I share it because it might help you kind of figure out how to approach a really tough decision. So with my mom right now, the Monday before she was admitted, I think it was like November 23rd, they told us her tumor was growing. Now she has stage four brain cancer. Stage four brain cancer when it's growing is like generally a you know, freight train. It's like, and so the infusions she got that day are more than likely canceled out by the uh, steroids that she got days after for the COVID. So that's nullified. So that was November's treatments. December's treatments never happened. We're now in January. So if you can follow the logic of that, that's not a great situation to be in. What I did do in the interim, I did fight to get the Optune on her head while she was in Cedars. The Optune is this incredible device designed and created by uh, an Israeli doctor, and it treats the cancer, and it kills just the cancer, not the healthy cells. So people are actually using it in place of chemo. It's a really powerful device. And anytime my mom has gotten off of it is when she's had a problem. So it's fair to say it's definitely doing its thing. But usually when you've been off of it, it takes a few months to get back on track. So, okay, so we've got that going. And, and so we were going to do an MRI tomorrow. And I started thinking about it. I went on a hike the last day of New Year of 2020 with Lori Bregman, my friend who's been on the show many times, celebrity doula, And I wanted to end the year with some good energy and doing something really good. And Kevin and I went on a hike yesterday as well. And um, it's interesting. It started to kind of hit me in those kind of clear moments walking. What am I going to get out of an MRI? So I'm going to put her through hell to get her in, you know, an ambulance into a hospital, get an MRI, uncomfortable, all of those things. And she may not sit still because she may not really know what's happening because she might be so tired and sleeping and she may not know. Okay. When you get an MRI and you have brain cancer, they don't really know what they're looking at anyway. Is it tumor? Is it inflammation? You never really know unless you biopsy. We're not going to do that. So, and the steroids that she's been on will create inflammation. So now we go in and we're going to get probably a really scary report that then we're going to have to sit back and say, well, we don't really know if it is scary yet. Right? So now it's kind of like, what did we gain? If we were to get a scary report, is it going to change our action? Hmm. And that's where I realized it wouldn't change our actions. Because if it's really scary, then we're still not going to give her any of those high-powered drugs because her system still can't handle all those high-powered drugs. She's very weak. <clears throat> we might be able to give her a small dose of chemo. We had the chemo pills ready to go, and then she got COVID. It's a small dose. Her tumor does respond to chemo. So that's what we're going to talk to her doctor about today is can we proceed with that part, keep the Optune? I also have the Weber helmet that Jenny from Baja Medgate in Mexico sent, Mm -hmm. which is really good for my remnants of my tumor, my mom's tumor, and even dementia and Alzheimer's. It helps with the onset of that. So my dad is like, I'm ready. I'm losing it. I'm like, all right, I'm going to put the helmet on you too. So, you know, you have to, and I said to my dad, I said, so let's walk through this, all the different scenarios. And I said, I think we're back to what I said last September when the tumor came back. We have to lead with faith and patience, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. when you surrender to whatever the highest good is for yourself, your mom, your dad, whoever, and you lead with faith and patience and you are walking the steps out, right? Like God's doing God's thing. We're doing our thing on this plane. Mm-hmm. Then you just have to be okay with being okay and just kind of saying 
Okay, I don't think I gain anything from doing this. Here's what we can do. Like, focus on what we can do. That's kind of where we're at. So I kind of just share that process. I think that is so wise. And the other thing I just want to highlight, Maria, is you're not just necessarily taking everything at face value. You're very thoughtfully considering everything with a grain of salt. And some people in your situation might just shove your mom in an MRI machine. But you say, no, like, let's consider it thoughtfully. Let's consider it prayerfully. Mm -hmm. Let's think about her situation. This probably isn't the right option. And again, is the purpose of this only to stoke the flames of our fear? Mm -hmm. If that's the case, then it's probably not the right choice. We talk about like, there's something to be said about having a healthy diet with the news. Is watching the news and hearing the doomsday report every day going to change your behavior? If not, why are you watching it? Mm -hmm. So I just think that's so sharp. And I think people who are dealing with this right now, that trying to let go of your fear and let go of things and situations that are only going to fan the flames of your fear, that is so important, especially as we start a new year. Yeah, I love totally. That. And I think giving yourself the space to be able to hear, mm-hmm. right? So I was forcing the MRI out of fear. And then I got offended. This woman, this caseworker was like, you know, have you, you know, have you had these conversations with your mom and does she really understand where she's at? And like, you know, why would you put her through this and all that? And I was like, so irate. I'm like, you don't know me. You don't know her. This is not your place. This is not the conversation I want to have with you. I'm asking you a direct question. How do I safely and humanely Get her from point A to B so she can get this MRI. That's all I need from you, lady. And I was so offended. But at the same time, it did plant a seed. And I was more open later, obviously. And you have to just, you have to do some things. And I know, you know, it's easy to say, I don't have time. I'm doing all this. Trust me, I get it. I made the time to go out for a walk. And when I was out there, it hit me because when I went out with Lori, as I was driving to her place, it was a little bit of a drive. That's when it all started hitting me. And I was like, wait, why am I going to do this? What are we going to get out of this? But I'm so, you know, it's hard for other people. I'm super involved and I know a lot. A lot of people don't know these things. They go to the doctor, the doctor tells them what to do, and then they get their answer and then they deal with that. I know what it's like to read an MRI. I know all of the intricacies around it. So I'm able to make really, you know, important decisions with an educated base, an educated foundation. So when you're dealing with this stuff, it is really important that you understand it if you're going to be involved in someone's care and involved in their decisions. And I think too, Maria, going back, it was Tony who talked about scheduling the think time, right? Which is Mm -hmm. essentially what you were doing. So it's You have to give yourself, whether it's the think time to educate, Mm -hmm. right? So you can attack this at a better angle, having the knowledge, having the background, or the think time for you already having the knowledge in the background, think time to see if this is really the right choice, right? Kevin mentioned earlier, the strength, the strength for you and your mom is really what's getting you guys through this. Was that MRI going to zap the strength of both of you Mm -hmm. for what? For what, right? But it's like you were only able to come to this conclusion because of think time. Yep. And like you said, I think I'm just reiterating what you said, but it's so easy to be like, oh, no, no, no. We have to do this and this and this and this and this, especially in a situation like this. But the think time's very, very important. Yeah. By the way, I will um, let you guys know that next week we are going to be doing a really cool segment with um, the owner of 24-Hour Home Care, who um, we've been using 24-Hour Home Care here with my mom, and his name is Ryan. And we're going to talk all about caretaking and the ways to approach it, how to get caregivers for your loved one, how to get it covered from insurance, um, how to kind of finagle and figure it out because it's obviously excruciatingly expensive. And um, I said to him, I said, I really need you to come up with creative ways for the everyday person to be able to cover the most important moments or the most important things and then utilize the other resources like a Medicare or whatever. So like to fill in gaps um, and to help people. And so I think it's going to be a really important conversation. And I think caregiving is 
a really important conversation anyway, because you have to be able to take care of yourself as much as you're taking care of the other person. So there have been moments with Kevin, like even yesterday, I'm like, sometimes I feel guilty that I'm not in there more with her. And at the same time, I know I need my distance sometimes so that I can do the thinking. Can't do the thinking when you're in there and you're feeling scared or sad or any of those feelings. You have to have a little distance and you have to take care of yourself because then who takes care of everybody when you go down? So there are a lot of things that we can share in there that I think will be helpful for you. And actually, Jeff, today, remind me to get you guys all the videos. I think we do a little highlight reel of how we handled everything because so many people are getting COVID right now. And I feel like I'm individually giving them tips of like how I took care of my parents with the hazmat suits and all of that so that they know how they can kind of safely approach things. Um, So we'll come up with a good, a good little reel to share with everybody. I think that's great, Maria. I was reading this morning and I'm mad at myself for reading it, but it was something like every 10 seconds right now in California, someone's getting diagnosed. Yeah. 10, every 10 seconds. You have to be so careful. So careful. I mean, I double mask everywhere Mm -hmm. and I carry my, healing stones protective so i mean whatever you do but it's just like it's wild so i think it's really cool footage of you yeah and i'm excited for everyone to see all right well that is our first show of the new year yeah thank you guys for being with us and forgive me for all my clearing of the throats um but i also want to say thank you to all of you for helping get me through this really tough time and Your letters that Kelsey presented me were so beautiful and I'm so appreciative and so grateful. I'm still actually getting through them because I'm digesting each one and it just takes a minute. So thank you. Um, We're back tomorrow. Same time, same place. And uh, oh, before we go, I want to share with you guys our uh, Patreon. Um, If you haven't joined our Patreon yet, it is a great time. We're going to be resuming our incredible healing workshops and Um, of course we have ad free content there and extra content, but the workshops are really so, so huge. So take a look at this and I hope this gets you involved. And really quickly before we play this, not same time tomorrow, just so everyone doesn't show up, just so you guys don't show up and say, where the heck are you all? Um, we're going back to our early drop. So when you guys wake up, you're going to have that show in your feed. In your oh, Apple Podcast yeah. feed and in your on your YouTube. Good so. point. And by the way, we get to put our new logo on this. Oh, that's right. We need to update <laughs> everything. Yep. Yes. All right. Okay. Here we go. Good call, Kels. Here we go. <laughs> hey, guys. It's me, Maria. And of course, by now, you've probably heard about how amazing our Patreon experience <clears throat> is. But rather than take it from me, how about hearing from some of our very own patrons? I was already a huge fan of the show, but with the Patreon, it felt like I was leveling up. I've never joined a Patreon group for any podcast. I'm an avid podcast listener. And joining the Patreon has been really great because we get to connect on a whole other level. Just so jam-packed with so much knowledge from the best of the best in all areas of life. I also like the bonus episodes and I, I do enjoy getting to see Kevin and kind of get to know your lives a little bit better. As a Patreon member, I get to go to the workshops. And believe me, they are worth their weight in gold. And I know that I experienced amazing breakthroughs and transformations because of these workshops and being exposed to these experts. You know, things that you would normally pay upward of $100 for. (laughs) Kind of information that uh, helps feed our souls and feed our spirits and feed our minds at a time when everybody is... Uh, living this crazy <clears throat> existence. I got a chance to speak one-on-one with Maria during a Zoom call, and she was just so sweet and so personable. You get to see her be vulnerable. You can ask her questions, and she genuinely wants to know who we are and our Heal Squad community. I find that contributing $10 a month to a show that I feel part of the community and I feel invested in the long-term success, I feel like that's a small price to pay for the amount of value that I get on a daily basis and have gotten in such a turbulent time. Getting four whole bonus episodes for $10 a month felt like a complete no-brainer. 
I'm so grateful that I got to meet all of you and this is just the beginning. So thank you so much for being Patreon members. We work so hard on this show because we care so deeply about it. We've already seen people's lives changed by the knowledge they've gained on their Better Together journey. And we want to continue that journey for as long as we can. By joining our Patreon Heal Squad, not only are you leveling up, but you're also helping keep the show alive. Don't wait any longer. Investing in the Patreon is investing in yourself. And isn't it finally time? It is finally time. Invest in yourself, guys. Join us on Patreon. You can click the link tree on my Instagram at Maria Menounos or on app Better Together with Maria. Our uh Executive producer-elect Kevin is going to be really taking the show up a notch with the team, so we're really excited. Our app, Better Together with Maria, is going to really become a resource for you guys to get Mm -hmm. your daily tools and and helpful tips. Tomorrow, we're going to be speaking with financial expert and, of course, friend of the show, Rachel Cruz, about her new book, Know Yourself, Know Your Money, which can help us diagnose our money personality. We all took the test, which is really fun. (laughs) I am not surprised by my answers and we'll be sharing that with you tomorrow. Um, Thank you guys, of course, for being with us every single day. Thanks for all the great reviews. We broke a thousand. So that was one of our goals. Um, Now, if we can just get uh, a million subscribers on YouTube, that would be great. I think we're at like, what, 30 something thousand. Yeah. Let's go. We're getting there. We're getting a million (laughs) subscribers. Let's do this. All right. Thank you guys. In the meantime. Uh, follow us at Better Together with Maria, at Maria Menounos, at Jeffrey Crane Graham, at Kels Meyer, too. And remember, be nice people, make good choices, and be present. Hey, Heal Squad. We have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends. And if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you. And finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much and we love doing this thing called life with you.